When the walls fell, this is Dan Owings coming at you another time for Lower Road Radio with my co-host, as always, Jason. We've got Stella on the ones and zeros. Preston is um, incognito. Um, he says he's on his way. We'll find out. Whatever. Jesse's here doing what Jesse does, and for some reason, I, I was this was not run by me, but Harrison <laughs> is in the guest chair again. Yeah. So he's looking. Well, he- there was a lot of fan support last well, time. Well, he's looking to break his record. Uh, last time, I think he said eight words. <laughs> yeah. so I'm going for nine today. I, think, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to. I, I don't want to get the cart before the horse. But I'm thinking maybe double digits today. <laughs> you know, now I know that's ridiculous. Yeah, he's already know. halfway there. It's like <laughs> when somebody has a hitting streak and they're like at 27 games. Like, could they break Dimaggio's records? Like, calm down. Okay, it's a long way to 56. Okay? You're not getting Pete. It's not happening. Yeah. Not getting Pete's. 44 of the National League. You're not, right? Oh, you're saying you're, like, you're not even getting You're not even getting to Pete. Let alone Joe DiMaggio. Let alone Joe DiMaggio. Jolton Joe Okay, DiMaggio. so I got a story right off the bat. We've got you on our side. Is it got to do with Panera? It we probably talk about the Panera <laughs> subscription more than any podcast. Wouldn't it's you say It's not so? an official sponsor. No, because we'll tell the truth about Panera. We will expose <laughs> the underbelly of the subscription. Mm-hmm. So, tonight... Uh, we stopped at Panera on the way here. As you do. As we do. And um, I, I get out the van. I close the door. I grab my two or three extra cups. And I'm getting ready to go into the door. And a guy pops around the corner. Mm. Like, pop. Like, mm. out of the box, right? Just mm-hmm. right there. And he's got long hair. And he's missing most of his teeth. Mm. And he... Was he wearing, like, glasses that looked homemade? No. Okay. Did he have suspenders? Uh, I did not see I, suspenders. No. He had a button-up shirt. Okay. So, I mean... Skinny? Yeah. Like really oh, skinny. Okay. Pretty skinny. I think I know who this guy is. Okay. Continue. So I made eye contact with them, which is the first mistake. Yeah. You don't make eye contact with these people. That's like the worst thing you can do. I try not to make. I didn't even make eye contact with Erica when we were exchanging vows. <laughs> I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't. I, you know what I mean? Like, Dan, look at me. A ring is enough. <laughs> right. Do we really need to get. It just seemed a bit much to me. So I made eye contact with him. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we both said, hey, like, oh. hey. And um, I was just doing it so that I could. I'm sorry. This is outside of Panera? It was right outside the front doors, okay. the double doors, right. right? Okay. Hey. Hey, because he came around that corner. Yeah. He caught me off the blind. I mean, it was a blind side. As he does. I didn't see him. Mm-hmm. So he comes around the corner and stells behind me. And I make eye contact with him. And I immediately recognize that this guy is no good. Like, this guy's up to something. He's up to something. So I look at him in the eyes, and at the same time, we both said, hey. Mm-hmm. My thought was, if I dominate the conversation, right. he's not going to ask me for money or Nobody food or dominates a conversation like you. I try my best. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I said, hey. He said, hey. I think it caught him off guard because he wanted to say, hey, first, ah. so that he could dominate the conversation. That's not going to happen. He's barking up the wrong tree. Barking up the wrong mm-hmm. tree. So immediately, I realize he's no, he's no good. Estelle's behind me. We're on a mission. 
So I opened up the door really quick and mm. we, we ducked in real side uh, yeah. real quick. And I kind of glanced behind me and he walks by looking at, mm. so I thought, okay, okay, let me just say something to the Panera people. Dodge that bullet. I dodged that bullet. Mm-hmm. So I go up to the counter and uh, Hannah's helping me. Hello, my love. No, not that one. Okay. No, this is Hannah. And uh, Hannah knows me, not by name, but she knows that I, I think come there. Who's often. Hannah? Um, the the blonde girl. Uh, how old would you say? Oh, young, and she's tall. She's she's like six foot. Uh, I don't I don't know who that is. Yeah. The other day I walked up, uh, and uh, I, I walked up to the counter. And she said, "How can I help you today?" I said, "I uh, don't want to brag, but I'm a member of the <laughs> Sip Club." <laughs> You said that? Yeah. It was pretty funny. I, I kind of looked around. I was like, you know, listen, I don't want to brag, but um, I'm a member of the SIP club. I pay, she I just hands you the cup. She, just go get your drink. Just get out of just here, you leave. moron. So when Hannah sees me, she yeah. just gives me the cup. Yeah. She doesn't even ring it out. She okay. knows the deal. She knows the deal. So I go, I, I said, hey, there's a guy out there. And he's and, saying, hey. And, you know, mm-hmm. and, and she goes, did he ask you for money? Ah. Uh. And I said, well, he didn't, but I think he was going to. Yeah. I said, we, we kind of tucked in really mm-hmm. quick. And she goes, yeah. No one avoids the homeless like you. I've always said that. Well, <laughs> the, the, the avoidance mm-hmm. almost became a confrontation. Oh. So I tell this to Hannah, and Hannah goes, yeah, he's been around a little bit, and um, we, we might have to ask him to go. Yeah. We, we've actually called the police on him before. Call him again. And so I said, okay. I said, if you need me to, I'll go tell him. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, Okay. Because I don't you that. would. Yeah, yeah I would. You would. So I'm looking around the room and I'm seeing all these little girls. They're all like 18 to sure. 20. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, I mean, they're little girls, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I'm thinking, okay, this is my chance. I'm going to back them up, whatever. Sure. And she goes, well, she goes, I'll get my manager and we'll figure out what we're going to do. Yeah. So she you goes don't need and, any vigilante justice today. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she goes and gets her manager and I, I go over and I'm starting to get my drinks mm-hmm. and she comes up behind me and she goes, um, I think he walked over to McDonald's. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, good. And she goes, last time he was here, he was digging around the trash mm-hmm. out front for mm-hmm. food mm-hmm. and asking everybody for money. Mm-hmm. And she said, when we called the cops on him, he runs inside a Panera and locks himself in the bathroom. Oh, at Panera. That's a good plan. So I'm like, okay, like this. <laughs> at Panera. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. several but of them. He was avoiding the police. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm all excited. I'm like, okay, this is my chance. Yeah. This is this is my chance. I'm gonna confront this guy. It's gonna be great. Sh- gonna be story. Great, great story. Great content. Mm-hmm. Right. Love that tent. So I cannot wait we until need. the next time I see him there because it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So he was already off at McDonald's at this mm-hmm. point. I did not get the chance. Oh. But I told her. I told but Hannah. You got your I said, eyes out. I said, listen. I said, I like confrontation. I don't You're mind. A huge fan of talking to this guy. I love confrontation. Huh. I, I, he's not the guy that I was thinking. I will say this, though. I like confrontation when it's justified. Mm. And sometimes not justified. But for the most part, like if I know that this person is doing wrong mm-hmm. or mistreating someone mm-hmm. or is just up to no good, mm-hmm. I look forward to that. Like you see a dude walking in the women's restroom. Yeah. You're going to do something. I like almost that. did something. I think I said this on the podcast yeah, you like told a year story. ago. Mm-hmm. A, a lady. Yeah. Lady. Well, she was wearing late. He was wearing ladies clothes, was walking into the women's bathroom at the swim area at Cedar Point. Now, I didn't have any kids in the women's bathroom. So mm-hmm. like I was just kind of on guard getting ready mm-hmm. and uh, some ladies beside of me, they stood up and ran over there. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm still watching. I'll like, let them take care of it. I'll let the ladies mm-hmm. go in the ladies room. Sure. I'm not going to go in the ladies sure. room. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I had their back, you know, yeah, so of course. I was ready on mm-hmm. guard. So 
There's a guy at Panera that I see sometimes. He's the person I thought you were talking about, but he's not the same guy. He goes there with his, I'm going to say it's his wife, but they might not be married. He is probably six foot, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe 5'11". I'd say soaking wet. He's 120 pounds. Mm -hmm. And uh, he and his wife go to Panera and they play video games. I've not seen this guy. And I've seen him there multiple times. And the one that was the strangest was, um, it was like, they were both, I was there studying that day. And they were there for like an hour and a half. At one point, he was FaceTiming with what I think is his daughter. And I wasn't trying to poke in, but it was just so loud. I mean, the whole restaurant could hear this conversation. Because he's FaceTiming. And meanwhile, his wife is just doing this the whole time. She's just right there. You know, playing a switch. I don't know what game. I think she was playing Zelda. It makes sense. It's right after that game came out, and so she's doing this the whole time. And he's kind of he's kind of fidgety, but he's doing stuff too, and he's playing games. They have like four things plugged in, like three cell phones and a switch, and they got all of this stuff plugged in, and they got backpacks, and they're there doing their thing, and they just have drinks. You know, like they have like three drinks, but they're about. That much is drank out of them. And it bothers me. Why aren't you drinking your drink? Yeah. Anyway, I'm watching them. Just every once in a while, I just check up on them. And then at one point, the the female who hadn't said a whole thing, or even literally, and I'm not exaggerating, had not looked up from her switch for an hour. Yeah. She didn't stretch. She didn't get up to use the restroom. She didn't say, oh, look at this. This is crazy. Or how's whatever doing? <laughs> you know, it was just, it was this close to her face yeah. for an hour straight. And then, and then at one point, she puts it down. She goes, like that? The guy gets up. He unplugs everything, puts everything in a bag. She gets up and walks out, and he walks out, too. What? Yeah, it was wow. the it was a weird situation. That is weird. Yeah. I mean, he is doing her bidding, I think. You know? Wow. She just went, like Did that. she look normal? And he hopped up. Neither of them. <laughs> <laughs> Looked particularly normal. But I've seen them there multiple times. And Erica was like, that was weird. I was like, you know what, though? They're out in public. You know? They're getting... They could be... They could just be stuffed in a basement somewhere, but they're... Getting some fresh air, yeah. getting some sunlight, you know, good for them. So why why say many words when one snap do trick? It was not, <laughs> you know, it was that was it. And that is she so meant business. Weird. It was a strange interaction that I did. Did she look like witchy, like goth? Like no, she looked like, like it wasn't like witchcraft. Like no, she didn't have him under no. control. She, well, she did have him under control, <laughs> but I don't know that it was witchcraft. Okay, it might have been connected to Zelda. Speaking of Zelda, Preston decided he would join us. About freaking time, Preston. Um, it's no, no. You know what, Preston? This is on us. Okay, this is not. This is not your fault. This is our fault. Um, <laughs> you know, Preston was not aware we were recording tonight, and which makes a lot of sense since we record every Thursday night at eight o'clock. And Jason sent yeah. out a text. He had no you idea. Know. That's you know what you know, what, buddy. Yeah, yeah. that's I, on. I us. blame you on that one. <laughs> Definitely not me getting distracted by trying to fix my internet. Fix your internet? Is it still yeah. down? I fixed it. It just took forever. Okay. And then last night I spoke with an Indonesian woman that I wanted to strangle <laughs> through the phone. Oh, wait, wait. A what woman? Indonesian woman? How yeah. do you know she was Indonesian? I just assumed. <laughs> I called. I was going to get food today. And I said, you know what I haven't had in a while? Domino's. Yeah. I knew you were going to say it. And I was like, this is yep. good. So I'm going to call Domino's and get a pizza. Hello, thank you for calling Domino's. How can I help you today? I hung up. I didn't even say anything. I was like, I'm not trying to talk to a dude 
in Indonesia <laughs> to order my pizza from three blocks away, right? I want to talk to the person who's making my pie. Yeah. I literally did. I was like, I was so mad. Yeah. I don't How like. How do you know that person wasn't? Oh, I know. Because you could hear in the background, you it's couldn't. You center. didn't hear pizza being made. Yeah. You heard. Uh, What's the sound of pizza being made? <laughs> okay. I don't know if that. Yeah. No, you got <laughs> oh, it. Oh, don't man. break anything. Yeah. Okay. Need sauce on the line. <laughs> Extra cheese here. So anyway, um, there's a cockroach. I was so <laughs> I was so mad because first of all, I don't like call centers. I I don't like talking to people. Listen, if you're if you are overseas, I I assume this Indonesian person spoke more English than I speak Indonesian. You know that is probably true. But at the same time. If you don't speak perfect, unbroken King's English, I'm not interested in talking to you. You know, and I want to talk to the person that's making my pizza. Yeah, that's what I want to talk to. I don't. I don't trust that process. Yeah, I don't trust. I don't order pizza off the internet. I only order pizza. I like doing the app. I only order pizza when I can call, and I'll only call when I can talk to the person that's actually there. Okay, so we we got to do the quick bluey thing. We got a lot. Oh yeah, there's. So have you have you done the bluey challenge? Sharla, is that her name? Something like Charla, that. Sharla, yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I it's not it's not that I can't. I just don't I really I just don't want to. Okay, what's, so what's here's this? the thing. I have to watch Bluey. we have to watch ten Did episodes you, were of Blue. Are you here for that? No. And we were going to oh. give our we someone wrote in the show and suggested that we do the 10 show Bluey challenge. Dude, yeah. been there, done that. Watched 100 in a day. You're an expert. Yeah, so Preston yeah. has seen them all. Preston's got a little Bluey um so first of all, I guess right off the bat, uh, Preston's got Finn with him. What's up, Finn? Finn's way cooler than Preston, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Oh, microphone. Microphone. And so uh, what does Finn think of Bluey? Preston, this is... Uh, Captivating. Rib- 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 this is about how I thought this segment so, was uh, going to go. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, uh, Bluey's this, the best thing in the world. He likes Bluey? He loves Bluey. Yeah. He will stop everything when he hears that thing. Really? Yeah. So here's the, here's the thing. So I actually did the Bluey challenge. I've seen. I actually have babysat before and watched Bluey. So I don't know that I've seen ten episodes, but I've probably seen four. So here's the thing. I'm watching them. Uh huh. And uh, Shelby comes downstairs and she goes, "I'm sitting in the living room by myself, watching <laughs> watching Bluey as you do, as I do." Uh-huh. And she comes out. She goes, "What are you doing?" Yeah. And I'm like, "I'm watching Bluey." Yeah. She goes, "Why are you watching Bluey?" Yeah. And I had explained to her. Okay. That some Charlotte chick uh-huh. challenged us. Yeah. To do the Bluey challenge, and so I did it. Okay. So she goes, well, how many do you have to watch? I said, 10. Yeah. She goes, how many have you watched? I'm like, I don't know. And I click it. I had watched 18. Oh, see, that's how like, Bluey gets you. I know. Yeah. He got me. Well, and it's, it's no, really Bluey's easy. a girl. Yeah. It's, well, yeah. no. Yes, Bluey. It's, yes. Uh, Bluey is and, girl, the yeah. sis, and it's the, bingo. The, the bingo. Bingo. They're both girls? Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, this changes something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Fox. my beef There's with no Bluey. no male characters except the dad. So, okay. So here's the thing. So here's my, here's my take. All right. Let's do it. Overall... Very good. Yeah. For a kid's show. Okay. Okay. All I right. mean, so much. I was already 18 in. We like the accents. Is it Australian? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it was good. Now, my one take is this. The dad is not working. 
No. The dad's always with the kids. The mom went to yeah. work. The dad was at home with the kids. And it sets a very high standard for how dads are supposed to be when they're with their kids. Yeah, they're playing he's with them. playing with yeah. them Imaginary the whole time. And, yeah. You know, he's being a fire truck for them. He's yeah. being a spaceship for them. They're crawling all over him. Every time my kids watch the show, I'm like, get off of me. <laughs> I'm not like him. And he's a, a good dad. A real Australian dad would be watching rugby, drinking a beer, and eating a Vegemite sandwich. Yeah. Right? Yep. The dad does have a job. He's an archaeologist. He's an archaeologist? So he doesn't have a real okay. job. Listen, <laughs> being an archaeologist in uh, well, Australia like, is like being like a deep sea diver in Switzerland. You know, like is there anything to well, find in Australia? Buried some stuff probably. Did they though? Yeah. I heard they weren't big on that. Huh? In America. What? But being an archaeologist in America, Indiana yes. Jones is an archaeologist. Yes, yeah, but he and goes overseas. He, I missed yeah. the Indiana Jones episode where he went to uh, the movie where he went to Australia. Did I miss it? Did I miss no. it? Did I miss it? You, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, his, all right. Uh, so Sharla, we did it. That's yeah. our blue. Jesse. You're the uh, resident expert. What else, What do you have to say about Bluey? Before? I mean, it's it's better than a lot of the cartoons that you can okay. find today. Mm-hmm. But again, it sets a really high standard for fathers, and I just you I don't, just don't, I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. And then there's an episode where the mom has the gall oh. to just beg for ten minutes to herself, and mm-hmm. she goes and locks herself in their room, and she tells the dad. They're yours. And it's like, they're always his because he's oh, always yeah. doing the fun stuff. I don't like that. You just gallivant away to work and come home and then say, well, I need a break from the kids. She didn't do anything. I just, I don't do know. Do we know what her job is? No. Does she no. wear a pantsuit? Oh, gosh. That's a that's a $30 microphone. Th- 30. <laughs> Again, this is exactly how I foresaw this going. Yeah. <laughs> he's making his debut on Lower Road Radio. He's doing his work. Yeah, he looks angry at that microphone. He's just, he is. He's or yeah. he's, he's excited about it. He knows that that's his pathway to fame. Somehow. <laughs> if he could just say something coherent. <laughs> there we go. Just for anybody listening, I that was Jesse. That one. I, I know what that sound is about. And he also needs a diaper change. Uh-huh. So, yeah. No, not, I don't. Once again, yet. we're talking about Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> well, he always I noticed the other day. Same, Finn. Same. I noticed the other day that um, my wife likes to announce to the house that she has found it. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't know that there was a search. Yeah. We certainly were not involved in the search. We were unaware of it. Yeah. But yet she feels the need to just, I don't know where to go, found it. We're like, uh-huh. Well, for, for, first, first of all, uh-huh. that's not what she sounds like. <laughs> found it. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm, I stopped doing that because Carly really, uh, you know, does not like that uh, impression of my wife. Well, and I'm scared of my wife, but Carly scares me maybe even more. <laughs> she is fairly intimidating, mm-hmm. but she's never said anything directly to me about it. So mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing it. <laughs> then, then you have some plausible deniability. Uh-huh. Well, I don't say that. Jesse, Jesse, who can Listen, control? I'll Jesse. be the black sheep. That's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, white Jesse. God knows I would never like give Jesse a microphone just to talk or anything. So, <laughs> so all right. Do, do we know what she actually found? No, it happens all the time. I never know what she found. 
was expecting there to be more. Like the remote or something. No, like, no I don't know. She just congratulations. So she just yeah. she just announces that she found it and then doesn't. Yeah. We were unaware that you were looking for it, and we were not vol- vol- involved at all in it. Found it. <laughs> Thanks for helping me look, everybody. Yeah. All you had to do was ask. <laughs> you know, no, and it's not even a guilt trip. She's just happy that she found it. Oh. She wants everybody to oh. know. It's just oh. found it. You know. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, okay. See, I thought it was like an accusatory. Found it. Like no, no. no. She's just happy that she oh, found well, it. Well, that changes things. Yeah. So uh, here's another. So here's a drama thing in my house. Okay. Let's get into it. So in the first uh, two years of marriage, which is a long time, by the way. <laughs> Last I checked, it's over 600 days. <laughs> it's over 700. Yeah. What, it's over 700 is over 600. Yeah. They're so, both. So anyways, for the first two I years. I knew of, it was over 600. Yeah. I was like, I could do that quick math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got uh-huh. you. I followed. Yeah. yeah. So for the first two years of our marriage, I had a habit of doing something mm. that uh, her actions. Mm based on my actions, almost set her house on fire multiple times. Sure. So growing up, it was very common in our house to put stuff in the oven. Mm. For instance, pans. We do this. Or bread. Or chips. We used to put bread in the oven. We put bread in the oven. That was a common thing. That's a strange one. It's like a bread box. Why why didn't you just have a bread box? I don't know. But growing up, I assumed... That everyone put their bread in the oven. Yeah. I so, thought that's just what you did. So we had a pan that mm-hmm. went into our oven, and it had bread and chips and stuff like that. It's not yeah, a crackers. Bad idea. It's actually a great idea. It's like this storage space that's just asking to be used. It's not being used for... Not being used. I mean, a lot. Come on. So growing up, that's the way our mom did it. Yeah. I'm assuming it was both mom and dad, but I, I picture mom doing that. I think, that I, th- I think so. So for the first two years of marriage, I continued to do that. As you should. Well, she, she would just preheat the, the oven, oven without, without looking, even looking. Without looking. You cannot preheat the oven without looking. No. Multiple times, she almost burned the house down. Wow. And that would be on her, not me. Hmm. Before, listen, before you turn the oven on, you are not... Why aren't you looking I, just to check? Can I say that the first time it happens... <laughs> <laughs> You know the responsibility responsibility lies mostly, almost completely on her. After it's happened once, yeah, I think we need to have a sit down conversation and we need to say what is the what moving well, forward. What we, is we the had policy? a disagreement for the first two years of our marriage? What is the policy of this home? She did not want me to do it, and you kept on. Doing I kept it. doing it mm-hmm. until finally I'm like, she's actually going to burn the house down. Right. So I stopped. Do you doing think it. she was spite preheating just to be like, I know there's something in there. No, you she should just, not put anything in there. No, you know, just I, to prove a point. No, I mean, literally, would she, she burn down, down the house just to prove a point? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You would. I would. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Come on. <laughs> but before you heat the oven, check it. Come on. Public service yeah. announcement. And what if one if, of the kids would have gotten there? Yeah. Well, they well, didn't have kids at that point. If you're wow. not using your oven as a bread box, <laughs> you're doing life wrong. Listen, I'm going to have to to deploy this in my daily life because mm-hmm. the other day I made a sandwich and I almost bit into an earwig. Mm. You got you got earwigs. Oh yeah, we live you got in insects the in your house. Apparently, yeah. There's an earwig, and there was an earwig in one of my straws. For I don't one even of my know cups. what an earwig is. What? Yeah. 
You can Google it. You know what it is. It's an ugly. They don't like bite. They have little pinchers on their. They're ugly on their front. They're ugly. You've never seen Jason. I don't know what that is. We don't have bugs in our house. They're everywhere. It's the most ridiculous thing. We have mice. Anyways, That's a whole different thing. Yeah. They the take, mice are eating the they bugs. They take care so, of the bugs. So before okay. we go on, kind of going on with the whole like leaving stuff and you know catching the yeah, house yeah, on fire. Yeah. Um, so I was turning on the stove the other day, not paying attention. Yeah. And I put on the wrong burner. Oh. And I was like, mm. why is this not getting warm? Mm. And I look, and there's some plastic tubware melting. Uh, yeah. Do you have electric or gas? Electric. Yeah. Uh, so you didn't catch it right away. No. So I come back into this like goop mess all oh, over. Yeah. I was like. <sighs> What color was it? Tell me it was yellow. Oh, like no. It, it was just white. Oh. Well, I turned yellow. black because the stove top if was black. If you can melt some yellow plastic. Listen, yellow plastic used to be my favorite thing to melt when we used to burn our trash. <laughs> <laughs> if I found any yellow plastic bottles, I'd hold those back. Yeah. Like, this is going to go on top when it gets real hot. And yeah. I just watch it melt like cheese a bit. And I'm like, so, I'm looking at it thinking, I know it doesn't taste like cheese, but gosh darn it, <laughs> do I want to try. <laughs> so the obvious is the uh, laundry detergent. Yes. The laundry detergent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Tide was red, but there was a yellow one. I don't know. Extra. Armin Armin Hammer, Hammer, maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was yellow. So yeah, you get your fire going. They Mm -hmm. put that on top. It's the thicker the plastic. That's why that one was good. It wasn't a thin plastic. It took a second for the melting to happen, but once it did, it was a wonderful experience. Mm -hmm. Did you guys burn trash growing up? Yeah. Do you still burn trash? Uh, No. Well, I did. I almost burnt down our garage. You're burning it in the garage? No, out front of the garage. I threw some carpet on the trash burn pile, mm-hmm. and maybe it caught on fire, and it had a fire tornado. <laughs> and it literally, listen, and I'm not kidding. I, there is video footage of it somewhere, because um, we have doorbell cams that mm-hmm. caught all of this. Oh, yeah. that's cool. And you see me stepping back and going, well, that's bigger than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And it melted the siding off of the front oh. of our garage. It, wow. Like, all of it. That's not good. It's melting, no. Yeah. So now... I don't like very many fires. Yeah. Well, we had a burn can, a burn yeah. barrel. We had a burn this is like a burn patch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's, I feel like everybody should burn their cardboard. Trash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we should absolutely be burning our Every trash. time lightning strikes, more ozone is made. Did you know that? That's how. So we need more lightning is what you're saying. Well, I'm just saying that like we're not going to, the ozone is not a resource that we're going to run out of. It It is recreated. I got you. So even if burning the Arm & Hammer bottle, kill some ozone. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> but we know it's going to come back. So. Yeah, does the ozone even really exist? I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. There's ozone alerts. What's an ozone alert? Well, they had them in Tulsa when we lived in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. I it, don't know what an ozone alert is. Yeah. Is there more or less ozone? It's, it's the ozone falling and it's going to crush us? Is that what the alert is it, about? I think it's a breathing thing. Like an air quality make, alert. Yeah, but it said ozone. Ozone. It's just when the temperatures skyrocket and the air becomes stagnant. The air pollution rises to dangerous levels. Pollution rises to dangerous levels. Mm. I've always said that. I heard that the ozone is getting so bad, they're about ready to upgrade it to the P zone. I saw that one coming. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. It's funnier as I think about it more. They're almost out of letters. (laughs) I have a couple P zones. Sure. Do you want to do the Netflix suggestion? Yeah, I've got a couple I, really good things. I have gold, Jerry. Is Destiny gold. still sitting over there? No. No. Okay, she away. left a long so time So that ago. might work to our advantage. We'll do the Netflix and we'll come back to that. Because I got good stuff.
Netflix, Netflix, watch these shows with us. Netflix, Netflix, or maybe Hulu Plus. Netflix, Netflix, or watch these shows with us. Netflix, Netflix, or maybe Hulu Plus. Or maybe Amazon Prime or something like that, like YouTuber. We don't want to put a box around what you watch, so you never know. Jason, what is your Netflix suggestion of the week? Brought to you by Paramount Plus. It is a Paramount Plus original. I don't think it's Paramount Plus. That's Fox. 21st century. Mm-hmm. So Paramount Plus, it's a Paramount original. It's called Significant Other. So there's a couple that goes into the woods and they start off as boyfriend, girlfriend. As Half, you do. Halfway through, mm-hmm. he proposes to her. Mm. What did he propose? Like, let's get out of here. <laughs> he <proposed laughs> Should we go to eat? With a ring, he proposed a marriage. Oh, it was yeah. a marriage proposal. She wasn't too happy about this. Really? Yeah. Because and she's like, why aren't there like well, it turns cameras out, here? No, her parents were divorced mm. and it was messy. She was against the idea of marriage. She was against the idea of marriage. I get so it. So for the first half of the movie, it was a lot of that. Ah, uh, sure. The second half of the movie yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. Aliens and murder and mm. just crazy, like shape shifting. It's crazy. Who's in this movie? Uh, I don't think anybody famous. It's it's actually very good. If you What's Harrison, <laughs> okay. So listen, we sat down, me, Stella, and Harrison. We uh-huh. sit down to watch this movie. Yeah, I watched the trailer, so I already know some stuff's gonna happen, like some crazy stuff. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, and there's a scene. This doesn't necessarily give it away because it's in the trailer, where she throws her fiance over a cliff. She accepted the proposal. Yeah, and she and this guy drops like 150, 200 feet splat on a rock. Mm. Okay, dead. I saw this in the trailer. D E D. Yeah, and I knew it was gonna happen. So the first half of the movie, pretty slow. And Harrison gets up, and they're on the cliff. Harrison gets up. He's like, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to bed. I'm like, dude, it's going to get crazy. He's like, (laughs) I don't know. It's it's pretty lame. I'm like, just give it 30 more seconds. Mm -hmm. Splat. And he leaves. It was over like halfway through the movie. I know. Like there was nothing. No, it was really good. It got really, really good. So listen, I don't want to get anybody's hopes up, but it was a solid B+. I don't want to get our hopes up too much, but we're at nine words for Harrison. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> almost uh, at double digits. <laughs> don't hurt yourself. Okay, what's your suggestion? Uh, my suggestion uh, can be found in the movie theater. Jason, we're gonna we don't do this very often. We're gonna get serious for just a second. I apologize. Indiana Jones. No, Preston saw that. He can talk uh, about that later. I heard. First of all, he'll give his review. I've not seen it yet. Um, first of all, I realized that when I'm in the movie theater, first of all, I, lo- I love the previews. Do you like yeah, watching yeah, the previews? No, I, yeah. I really enjoy the previews. I miss the trivia before the movies. Do they yeah, still do that? It's just commercials. I now. like the trivia. I like the trivia too. I shout it out. Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, I realized that when, when Erica and I are in a movie theater, we don't go to movies very often. Uh, we used to quite a bit, but I realized that we're, when we're in a movie theater, okay, and there's a preview that comes up. After the preview, 
there's a face that we make to one another that says, "Yeah, I could be pretty good." Yeah, and it's this. It's you know, it's a <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's a whole conversation. So, first of all, I realized that. Secondly, uh, the movie that we went to see, which is my Netflix suggestion. Can you describe that face for the audio listeners? Oh, sure. Um, it's kind of like a bit of a shrug, but not like a, it's like a who knows kind of a shrug. Eyebrows raised. Eyebrows raised, lip, lower lip kind of up a little bit. Okay, yeah. Kind of pursed lips a little bit. Almost a Jim Halpert. It's a bit yeah, of a yeah, Jim yeah, Halpert. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a um, it's like a it's a more optimistic Jim Halpert. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. okay. I would call it an optimistic Jim Halpert. Okay. And she gives the pan. <laughs> <laughs> pan would always tilt her head a little bit. That was her thing, you know. Okay. Um so you're watching the previews. You watch the previews, bada bing, bada boom, movie starts. The movie is called The Sound of Freedom. Yeah. And uh, it's got Jim Caviezel in it. Who first of all love, love Jim Caviezel. Yeah. Uh, what'd you say? He was Superman, right? No. Jim Caviezel was never he was Superman? He was Jesus in The Passion uh, of the Christ. It's even better. Um, he <laughs> Some was, would say. I don't think he was in... Wasn't it Jim Caviezel Superman no, at some point? No. It's something? No. no. Okay. No, never. He was I, Jesus. I get I'm those a, mixed up I'm a sometimes. Big, some people do. I'm a big fan of Jim Caviezel. Always have been. And Jesus. Ever since, there was a movie called, I think yeah. it was called like The Life of David. It was the first movie mm. I ever saw. Of he was David too? Very good. It wasn't that David. Oh. Um, and then he was—he really got popular after the Count of Monte Cristo. Ah, he was in that. He was the Count. He was the Count of Monte Cristo. Okay, and uh, that was a great movie. Yeah. And uh, then Passion of the Christ, and he was in some TV show that Eric used to watch about a guy that used to—I don't know—do something. But this movie is called The Sound of Freedom. It tells the true life story of Tim Ballard, who uh, rescues children from sex trafficking. Mm. So it's heavy. Yeah. It's as heavy as you think it is. Uh, it's not sensational. There's nothing in the movie that, like, I took Abby and Michaela. I wanted them to come see it. And so there's nothing in the movie that I was like, oh, I wish they hadn't seen that. Like, they 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 avoid crossing lines, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But they do let you know. I mean, it's the, the horror of what's yeah. happening, you know. Um, I honestly think, and we don't get very, I know we don't get serious very often because there's a time you know what, Jason? King Solomon once said, mm. there's a time and place for everything. Everything has a time and a place. You know, time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to dance. Uh, and so, you know. That's a song we, by the birds. There is a season turn, turn. A time to be born, a time to die. Uh, so this, you know, is not typically a time to be serious. Yeah. For us, this is a time to laugh. And we think that that's a good thing. The Bible the says... The podcast, not the movie. The podcast. Yeah, okay. The Bible so. says that laughter doeth good like a medicine. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes we got to get serious. Okay. I don't like this series. I think everyone should see this movie. Okay. I really do. Can I, a, wait? Can be, I wait to buy it? Sure. Okay. A, I think it should be supported. Like, I, th- I, want, I want it to be supported. I want to get eyeballs on this. B, um, we, we ought to know what's happening. Around the world, like you know, and the reason, the reasons that you don't want to see it are obvious. Yeah, but I, I think that that one of those is like I don't want to be bothered with this because this is like such a big problem. What am I supposed to do about this? Right? They say two million children around the world. I heard five hundred thousand in America every year. Yeah, it's a hundred. That's a lot. It's 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 estimated to be a hundred fifty billion dollar industry. They just I mean, and I, I will, 
So the other thing that I would suggest that you watch is Jordan Peterson interviewing Tim Ballard and Jim Caviezel together. He interviewed them on his podcast. It was excellent. It was excellent. Um, but um, I think it was in that where they told a story that they just like recently took down um, this, it's horrible, this factory in Africa where they're har- harvesting organs yeah. from children. So um, it's it's there's horrible things happening, but thank God that this Tim Ballard guy and other people like him exist. The story is excellent, and it's not a Christian movie, you know, but he's a Christian, and so I would say it has a strong Christian element because Jesus said that it'd be better to have a millstone tied around your neck and thrown into the ocean than to harm a child. So, you know, the heart of God is with children, but it's not like a straight Christian movie. He's a Christian. It's a good movie. And that was one of my concerns. It's like, okay, is this movie gonna, like not going to be good? It's going to be cheesy. I, it's, and I went into it like prepared for that. Maybe, yeah. Like this is going to be like God's Not Dead, you know, seven or something. I don't know. I don't know what they're up to. Um, like, surely alive. Yeah. I mean, like somebody said my, so I don't know where, Terry and Susan are my in-laws. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. And Susan really liked that God's Not Dead movie. And uh, she uh, she said I should watch it, and I told her I did. <laughs> um, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say anything else. But then uh, I saw it. But then later she she yeah. came to me. She's like, Dan, you're not going to believe it. There's a sequel to God's Not Dead. And I was like, What is it called? Like God's Still Not Dead? <laughs> like, <laughs> Basically, yeah. guys, guess what? Still alive. What? So um, it's it's uh, it's not cheesy at all. Like that, what was that movie? Facing the Giants. Man, that movie stunk. I didn't see it. It was not good. I, I mean, the, I almost refused to watch Christian movies because as of you that. should. The um, <laughs> the story was wonderful. Yeah, you know, yeah. the story. I want to see it as a documentary. Maybe. Yeah. The movie was not good. They hired like pastors to be like the actors. Like, yeah. Oh, this is great because this pastor can really act. Let me tell you something about pastors. Okay. <laughs> they overestimate what they can do. Yeah. yeah. No great. A lot. <laughs> Greatly. <laughs> this much I know. You've never said a more true statement. I don't think I have. Yeah. And I've said a lot of statements. <laughs> so the movie is called The Sound of Freedom, starring Jim Caviezel. Apparently they're going to make a, another movie about, because this Tim Ballard guy, it's not It's not like a one and done story. He's devoted his life yeah, to yeah, this. Yeah. He's got a lot and, of stories. Uh, and it's, it's like taken with heart. Okay. You know? So, so. I think Mel Gibson's behind, and, and Jim Caviezel, they're getting to do a, a yeah. four-part documentary about this subject mm-hmm. and um and about hollywood's role in it too yeah, aren't they it's yeah it's gonna be really well jim really caviezel crazy. in an interview that i was watching or, or listened to him he was talking and jim caviezel i like this guy yeah, yeah. i mean jim caviezel like in the middle of all that COVID nonsense he was like calling out he's like you specifically getting back to the pastors he was calling out cowardly pastors who close their churches yeah. and like you just what are you just gonna do whatever the government i mean i'm like this jim caviezel guy i like this guy mm-hmm. and he was talking about this movie sound of freedom and uh, he was talking about the problem all around the world in hollywood that sort of stuff and one of the things he said was he goes hey uh for anybody that's you know wanting to learn more he goes why don't you google les wexner find out about that oh, guy yeah you know um and uh well, you know he's one of our own here in ohio king of yeah. new albany yeah well listen <laughs> He's well, bad. Yeah, we might bring him up in a couple weeks. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's true. We might bring him up in a couple weeks, but we're not teasing anything. <laughs> <laughs> we nope. can't talk about it. Yeah. Okay. There's just but, some stuff we can't talk know, about. You know what else I like the, about the Jim Caviezel guy? Mm. He just looks like a bad A dude. Mm, he does. Like, he looks like a guy that you just. I was not. He, he looks like the guy that would go out and chase pedophiles. Like in all seriousness, mm-hmm. like. 
Yeah. If he I told mean, me to do something, I'd be like, oh, this yes, scene in this movie when he lures this one guy in and basically tricks him to think that he's one of him. And then when he like nails him, oh, it's such a good scene. So I saw an interview with uh, Clay Clark was interviewing Jim Caviezel. Uh-huh. Um, Clay Clark and, is a big fan of our show. Big fan. That is true. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... He sang that song about the cross. Uh-huh. What was that song? Uh-huh. Uh, no, that was Clay Cross. That was Clay Cross. I'm oh, sorry. Right. That was somebody else. I'll bet Clay Clark knows who Clay Cross is. You How many so? Clays can there be? Come Clay, on. Clay Clark, Clay Matthews, Clay Cross, Clay Court. Like in tennis, they play on the Clay Court. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the French Open is played on, I think. I think so. Yeah. yeah. That sounds right. Um so Clay Clark was interviewing Jim Caviezel, and they're talking about the documentary they're getting ready to do. Mm-hmm. And um, Jim Caviezel just bust out crying. Yeah. Like, it was, it's so heavy on him. Like he this. said when he was making the movie, uh, he, he got involved, because Tim Ballard will invite people. You can come on these raids, see it. We're not yeah. trying to hide anything. We'll show you what we're doing. Yeah. And uh, he got involved with what Tim Ballard was doing. And he said at one point, one of the guys was like, listen, you don't, like, yeah. you don't, and he's like, listen, if he saw it, then I want to see it. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I want to, you know. And um, I mean, like, so the, the he- literal hell, yeah, the literal hell that that well the children are going through, and that 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 what these people are fighting against is uh, ah, it's remarkable. I've heard stories, um, just unfortunate stories from uh, people somewhat close to us. Some of the trauma and stress and trafficking stuff that has gone on, and. Um, it's really, 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 really bad. And I heard someone say a long time ago, um, in the sense of uh, helping people overseas, um, third world countries, people mm-hmm. that are poor, they need help, whatever. He's like, you either go or you send money to go. Yeah. And so I, I definitely feel that about the trafficking. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I could handle the darkness I honestly, yeah. I I don't know if I could. Yeah, the interview but, was interesting because Jordan Peterson talked a lot about that. Like, how do you do this? So, but, so that's the thing. So, to mm-hmm. me, I I don't know if I could handle that darkness. I w- it would overcome me. Mm-hmm. Like, I would probably become an alcoholic because mm-hmm. I couldn't sleep at night. I don't want to. I really don't want to know details. But I know it's super bad, and I'm willing to give money to it towards it. You Apparently, know what I'm saying? this. Uh, the, the the specific story about the sound of freedom was largely funded by an organization that Glenn Beck set up. Mm. Glenn Beck was because this guy quit his job yeah. uh, with the government yeah. in order because the government was like we don't want to be involved in this, <sighs> and so Glenn Beck set up this organization and it's still there. We should look it up. Okay, but, um, so let's can we move on? Yeah, we can done be done being serious, but honestly, go see the sound of freedom. Um, you know, you can't look the other way. Uh, because it's happening and these kids can't look the other way. Preston, so how was shouldn't. Indiana Jones? Uh, Rate it, it out of 10. It was definitely like a six. Was it the worst one? No, Crystal Skull is still the worst. Okay, well. It's okay. still the worst. What did you think of Crystal Skull? Horrible. It was, it was awful. bad. It was really bad. There's time travel in this movie, am I right? Yeah. It's, what? Yeah, it, but it's so I weird, love time man. travel. It's but like one of my favorite things. It doesn't belong in Indiana Jones. Huh? <laughs> I missed it. I didn't hear what time you said. travel oh. does not belong in Indiana oh. Jones. Yeah, they're I feel like that's a big thing though. Recently, like everything's doing time travel, so I mm. think it was like a, just a boring trope to me. That's probably I agree. Like it. It's a boring trope. Like that might be the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like everybody in the so world is doing. what you're saying is don't see Indiana Jones. I mean, I'll watch it when it comes out on yeah, Disney. Watch it on Disney okay. Plus. Yeah, I mean, I don't will, pay to do it. 
Yeah. What have you watched? I've been watching uh, Home Improvement. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's got the best catchphrase ever. Mm-hmm. Everyone can do it. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, Savannah actually turned it on, and I was like, oh. And so you're too young it. to watch it when it first came out. I was born, so I was born in 93. I have vague memories of watching it with my parents. Maybe mm-hmm. like the last season yeah, or maybe yeah, some yeah. like and recent reruns. And yeah. I was little. Yeah. So all I remember, what's funny is the one thing I picked out that I was like, I remember it being different was Wilson. I felt like growing up watching it, you never saw below his eyes at all. I thought that was the case. If you rewatch it, you can see almost his entire face several times, even in the first couple episodes through the fence, because they don't cover it. And I'm like, I felt like... Maybe reconstruct it. Like, you could probably do that. Yeah. Yeah. And so just... But that was the only thing. gaps in the fence. Yes, big gaps. And then there's a, a a couple scenes where it's like the camera's above him. And so you can see like the whole side profile. And I, I remember there being so much more mystery mm. as a kid. Like, what does he really look like? And you I think in the last together. episode, they, they show him. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. We're on like season. We're still in season one. So I love Tim. Allen. I get. Yeah. I, I get the sense that uh, Savannah is a big JT, JTT fan. Like she was super into him. Maybe. Oh, you know, uh, the the Jonathan Taylor Thomas, the middle kid, probably, mm, yeah. probably. We <laughs> haven't got there yet, okay. but uh, right. I will. I look forward to being angry about that here in a couple <laughs> <of> days. <laughs> Am I not good enough? Like, you know, JTT. No. I mean, listen, mm-hmm. JTT. We're talking about JTT. Okay, Harrison, were you watching? I got nothing. Cross double digits. He's at eleven. Shut it down. Some people said it couldn't happen. Okay. All right. Uh, that is it uh, for the Netflix suggestion of the week. Jason, I have a plethora of things that I can talk to uh, anybody really about. Um, <laughs> anybody want to talk? Well, I've got stuff. And <laughs> You want to do your thing there? That, that I'll, thing? I'll do the thing. We can thing. do that. That's, okay. that's we're probably pretty good. So um, Snow White, the movie Snow White, listen, the story. You've got to listen to Jordan Peterson talk about Snow White. He will break it down. Really? Yes, for sure. Like, he loves Snow White. And really? He, when he interviews a guy named Jonathan Peugeot, they talk about Snow White for like an hour. Really? It's like, you have no idea how much depth there is in Snow White. Okay, it's I didn't know. crazy deep. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Snow White, there are seven dwarves that are in the story mm-hmm. of They represent the inferior man. She is surrounded by the okay, inferior listen, man. I'm not Jordan Peterson this. <laughs> this is actually going to be way more fun than Jordan Peterson. The thing about Jordan Peterson is whenever he gets really mad, he always uses the word buddy. And that's like, I thought he said bloody. No, he says buddy. Oh, he's like, uh, he's like, Oh, you think you don't look, Oh, you know, he got to get real. And he's like, it's almost <laughs> Irish. Yeah. A little Irish. Oh, you think you got to choose your pain, huh? You think that's no good, right? Well, here's what I'm telling you, buddy. All right. <laughs> and whenever he goes like that, you're like, Oh, geez, I just get chills down my spine when he gets really mad, you yeah. know? Well, if you don't like that, Buddy, what do you think? And that's Get, scary. Look into me. that camera and ask Jordan Peterson to come on the show. Uh, Jordan, we're big fans. I, well, I am. I'm a, a, a big fan. I, lo- I watched your episode with Eric Metaxas, and I've been waiting for you guys to meet, and I'm so happy that you did. I'm sorry that Eric talked over you quite a bit. There was quite a bit of that, and I apologize for that. Uh, but you should have known what you're getting into. That guy likes to talk. So Okay. So Love Jordan, to have you on. Jordan, come on the show. Or Eric. We'd like you'd like, you'd like to have. I don't Erica. know who that is. He's more of a jokester. I like that Jordan's guy. so serious. I like Jordan. I love Jordan Peterson. Yeah. So I actually listen to him. There are I don't seven. Just listen to the guy talks about gay frogs. What continue? Alex Jones. I know that's what you Get listen Alex to. Alex Jones and Jordan Peterson in a conversation uh, together. That, would, that no, that wouldn't work. I love Alex. If Alex I, could come on the show, come on. 
Okay. All day. May, you're going to be gone next week. Maybe we can get Alex up Alex, here next Alex, come week. on in my place. All right. <laughs> seven dwarves. Okay, seven dwarves. Their names are Doc, Sleepy, Dopey, Grumpy, Happy, Bashful, and Sneezy. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go around the room, primarily to the married men, mm-hmm. and I'm going to ask you to use one of those seven dwarves to describe your wife. Read them off again. Doc, Sleepy, Dopey, Grumpy, Happy, Bashful, and Sneezy. Okay. Okay, let's start with Preston. Preston. Oh, no, my wife's here. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, Do we have quiet. to play this game? You have yes, to play the game, yes. Play this game. Is my pay going to get docked if I don't? Yes. Yes. Oh, crap. So, uh, as of recently, I would say sleepy. Okay. okay. All right, yeah. because yeah. she's sleep deprived because of a new baby. Yeah. I, well, that's, that's more just, like me. But. Oh, that's safe. Okay, All right. Yeah. <laughs> just I'm just going to go safe. I'm going to say happy. Okay. Oh. Because she's married to me. Savannah, Savannah, Savannah Shrake? Yeah, 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 that one. Yep. It's safe. Okay. She's happy. Yep. All the time. Okay. <laughs> because of me. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to also say sleepy. Uh huh. I think she'll, she she likes to sleep. Let me see the list again. Yeah. <laughs> Doc. Uh, What's Doc do? No. no. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Check. 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 I have never been a fan of the way my wife sneezes. What is she? How she sneeze? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Shelby's a three sneezer. Ah, a that's chew, a common a chew, thing. A chew, mm-hmm. all back to back to back. Erica, I mean, I don't believe this about her, but one might think she was summoning a demon. <laughs> <laughs> the way she sneezes, it's. <laughs> It's intense, you know. Do the vocal cords? This is a big disagreement. Okay, so this is a big argument that we have. Listen, I've told her from the beginning of our marriage: you do not have to engage your vocal cords <laughs> when you sneeze. They're Sneezing t- does not require. They're the vocal separate cords. things, but yeah. she disagrees. <laughs> I enjoy using my vocal cords when I sneeze, but it's mm-hmm. not necessary. Sometimes when I'm by myself and I know a sneeze is going to come, I legs shoulder width apart, feet, sh- you know what I mean, and I really kind of, you know, and I just. <laughs> You know, just yeah, let yeah. it go. You know, and it just I feels like so good. Just really sneeze. lean into it. Sneezing. You know, use your abs yeah, to yeah, really yeah. get the it. The best sneeze you ever have is while you're sitting on the toilet. Because <laughs> there's know. no worries. No worries. Yeah. You just let <laughs> it yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> What's great? Worst case scenario, you hear a there pop. isn't one. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. all best case. <laughs> <laughs> it helps everything. Everything. Yeah. It loosens everything <laughs> up. <laughs> I like a good power sneeze. Listen, I like to sneeze too, but sneezing is like one of my favorite things to I, do. I wish I could, if I could sneeze on demand, you know, yes. I probably wouldn't even go to work. I would just so, sneeze. So I kind of can. You can sneeze on demand? Yeah. If like, I, you know, I have to kind of like I'd walk outside and uh-huh. as soon as it's bright, I sneeze every single time. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Never fails. That's interesting. Well, that's about a show. I was walking through Meyer the other day and I saw... I was looking at the uh, magazines, you know, monthly magazines. And there's a monthly magazine about the Civil War. I'm like, can you imagine working at a monthly magazine about a war that happened like 150 years ago? Be like, guys, I think, do we got anything new about the Civil War? Anything? That's got to be a You're tough, not doing any interviews. It's got to be a tough roundtable, yeah. you know? Like, you know, have we. Have we talked about Lincoln? Have, you know, have we covered every angle? 
Wait, there was a lot of stuff happening. Listen, there's a lot of Civil War stuff, but to come up with new stuff, Civil War stuff every week, that just seems like a lot. How many That's episodes of that magazine could you produce? Me? Yeah. Depends on how much I was getting paid. <laughs> if the money as, was right, at infinite. least as many uh, issues of that magazine as we did episodes where you talked about Murder She Wrote. Murder She Wrote. Yeah. <laughs> Like six. Don't tempt yeah. me. It almost uh, killed the it, show. It, it did. It, it it kind of did kill the show a little bit. <laughs> All right. Um. This is Dan signing off for Jason, reminding you to always keep your stick on the ice and never wear the blue sweats. Sit, boo, sit. Good dog. I have spoken. Good night, Lower Patch Kids. <laughs>